Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Brooke. Amanda. I can't believe it. Looks like we made it. Looks like we made it. To 50 episodes. Yes, we did. One year-ish. Wait, can I... Is the applause working? That's not applause. And why is it so low? It's disco. All right, forget it. Forget (laughs) it. Forget it. We launched this (sighs) podcast just... Over a year. No. A year-ish. Just, just, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, uh, over, under. Yep. The year-ish. math is not mathing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We launched this podcast about a year ago, mm-hmm. and this is our 50th episode. Look at us. Look at us. I feel really proud of us. I know. And like, we have actual listeners. We have listeners. Who don't, who we don't know in real life. We're in the top 15% globally, Brooke, we are. when it comes to the number of listeners that we yeah. have. Bonkers. I'd like more. Let's be in the top five, people. Let's be in the top one. Yeah. Oprah, back up. <laughs> wow. Oprah, probably, does she even have a podcast? Uh, probably. That escalated <laughs> quickly, though. Went straight from we have 15% to like, we're Oprah level. Uh, what a joy. I know. I know. What a journey. So much to recap to talk about so we're gonna spend this episode just wallowing in the joy wallowing rolling around in the joy i was gonna say wallowing is negative well okay so when pigs rummage around (laughs) when pigs what do the pigs do in the mud when they're happy what do they do what is that called not wallowing i know I'm, i'm just saying what is the word i'm looking for rolling I don't. I don't know what you're asking. Frolicking. Me. Frolicking. Let's frolic in the joy. Frolic in the joy <laughs> of a year of good enoughish. Here we are. Yes, Amanda. It's also been about a year of me drinking lattes and coffee. So that's just something that also needs some. Celebration. You got a lot more pep in your step than you did when we started. I do. I've had a lot more caffeine going through this system. Yes. Yeah. I actually. Recently re- removed some friction related to coffee. Uh-huh. We, our coffee maker broke a couple months ago. It was like leaking water all the time. So we were like, all right, let's replace this. My mom and my stepdad happened to have a coffee maker that they weren't using because they got some fancy right. press Yes. Mm-hmm. It got usurped. It, yes. And so they gave it to us. It was a KitchenAid. It was lovely. It looked very fancy and mm-hmm. expensive. And it drove us crazy because it was like it had a very finicky spout. Oh. And so Uh. we would be spilling coffee constantly. A finicky spout. Finicky spout. I feel like I want you to put this on the review. It has a finicky spout. It has a finicky spout. 
I'm very glad that we did not pay money for this because it drove us crazy. And after like two months of trying to make it work, we're like, forget it. Too much friction. We spent $30 and bought a cheap Mr. Coffee, which is what we had before Mm -hmm. that eventually broke. But we got many, many years out of it. And you know what? I set that baby up last night and it made the best cup of coffee this morning. It was $30 and I... Enjoy it so much more than the more expensive KitchenAid fancy. With I the- feel like that's excellent marketing because it if is. something has the name in it, like if your name was like Ms. Podcast, I'd be like, she is really good at podcasting. <laughs> so I feel like they're just stating their authority. We are the, I am Mr. Coffee. I am the authority. I am the authority on coffee. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, clearly Mr. Coffee knows what it's doing. I mean, it does. It was a delicious cup of coffee. And um, so sometimes removing the thing that appears to be fancier or that you're supposed yeah. to love, but it's actually causing you friction, Yes, can be cured with just an inexpensive replacement that makes me much happier. Yes. I yeah. often say things like, you know, it's the Southwest Airlines of blah, blah, blah. Yes, like we've talked about this for chat books. It's the yeah. chat Southwest Airlines of photo albums. It's the minimum effective dose is mm-hmm. your coffee maker. Yeah. Yes. You because, don't need all the bells and whistles. Well, and all the bells and whistles were actually, yeah, more frustrating than anything. And all you needed was a good pour. Yeah. And you were getting, what was it? Finicky spout? Finicky you a, spout. You had a finicky spout. It was and terrible. It wasn't performing one of its main functions, which <laughs> was to provide you with a cup of coffee. Pretty important function is to let the coffee pour from mm-hmm. the carafe mm-hmm. into the mug Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. anyhow i'm celebrating that today and that's but that's something we're going to talk about like what we've learned and both what our listener and also what our listeners have um learned or like the funny moments that they loved on this podcast but i feel like i've become a lot more in tune with those things that are causing friction that i need to just like suck it up and fix it yes yeah because it's that yeah, it's it's the realization of like, oh, okay, this is just friction. Yeah. And then you can kind of go into problem-solving mode versus just like, oh, this is so annoying. There's no possible, you know. Right. Yes. Yep. A couple little updates on my end. So I we talked um, the other day about being a fixer mm-hmm. and uh, the curse of the highly capable person mm-hmm. and how we can try to fix things too much. I've been conscious of that, and I've been noticing times where I could step back and not fix anything. So Fernando um, is a very – he's very expressive. He sneezes loudly. He also – like when he sneezes, he sneezes five times. Sure. Isn't that weird how all of us sneeze a different number of times? It's usually two or three for me. Two. I think I'm two. You're a two sneezer. I'm a two sneezer. Fernando sneezes five times. Time. That's aggressive. And loudly. <laughs> he wants the planet to know that he's sneezing. <laughs> and also, he's very like, you know, whenever he's doing chores or something's frustrating, he's like, oh, oh, oh. Like, he, you know, lots I'm of like, grimacing. Yeah, lots of grimacing. And I'm like, I hear you. Yep, taking out the trash. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Junie ate one of his AirPods the other day. Junie. And I've told the children, I've told Fernando, and I've told Isabel not to leave these things laying around. Yeah. But um, (laughs) I've told the children. But he did. And I count sometimes because Fernando will, um, he'll escalate. So he'll start with like a, oh, I can't believe it. 
And then he doesn't get like a reaction from me. So he'll just be like, oh man, she ate my AirPod. And I'm, I'm not getting involved. I'm not on that committee. I'm not, not on the chewed on up air. Committee. I'm not on the chewed up AirPod committee. Third time he's escalating. Oh, and I'm like, nope, I'm not on the committee. And he wanted me to get involved. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do? And da, da, da. And I didn't get on the committee. And he finally ended up researching that, in fact, you can replace just one AirPod. And it's a lot less than buying a whole brand new. Great. He solved it. Junie didn't swallow the AirPod, did she? Yeah, she just chewed a little. Okay. Little. All right. I was just, I'm it's, thinking about Junie here. But like, I think he wanted me to be like, well, is it really bad? Or like, getting, and I was like, nope. Yep. You and I have the same internet available to us to find a solution here. Nope. You can be the one, not you, Amanda, but like that, yep. you know, not you, Fernando, can, mm-hmm. can. So I was proud of myself single to, not committee even, member. to not get involved in that. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what else is new? What else is what new? Other I do you have, have that- something embarrassing to share, which is that as I was reviewing your notes, okay, because one of the listeners wrote on here, because when we were asking them to share like what are their memories, they said two words, pet morgue. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, mm. that mouse is still in my freezer <laughs> because it's an outdoor garage freezer. Bro. Okay. That's okay. That's a little better. So than... I don't go out there that often. Yeah. And it's just, but it's in there. You got to bury the mouse. Okay. Well, the ground has been hard for many months now. So, All right. but we should probably I'm put just going to put that list on Fernando's list before we come back. Yeah. Yeah. That's in, it's still in there. Okay. Okay. But you also said that you're a fish. There still. might still be a fish. <laughs> and Paige fish likes still in when there. Paige has playdates, she's like, let me show you my fish. Little <gasps> does that friend know that they are being escorted to the freezer. And I've had to stop. This I can't from believe she shows times. off the frozen fish. It's it's bad. I, <laughs> this is really embarrassing that the fish <laughs> is still in our freezer. But again, the ground has been hard. She has not yet been prepared to bury. So she hasn't fish. forgotten about it yet. My no. daughter has completely forgotten about no. the fact that, I mean, granted, this mouse was not her pet. Paige has a replacement fish and also two snails. Um, I mean, and let's be clear, the first pet that we froze was the the first snail that passed away. Right. That has been buried. Yeah. What are you clicking down there? Sorry. Sorry. My watch is bothering <laughs> me. I think I need to remove a link from it. It's okay. too tight. Okay. Um. Yeah. So the fish fish she just really still misses it which is very sweet but also like fish don't really have personalities so i feel like once you have this funeral it's going to be tough for her it's almost like a second goodbye because she won't get to visit it in the freezer anymore i need the the our our friend lauren the therapist in the hot tub (laughs) to give me some advice here what do i do about the fish yeah. The pet morgue. Yeah, well, anyway, that's sure. probably one of our shining moments of the podcast. <laughs> is anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna give Fernando some props though because we talked on an episode long time ago that he needed to put up a birdhouse. Okay. I had led the horse to water. I had chosen <laughs> the pole, the exact pole. I even found a contraption mm-hmm. because that's my word. Um, and I. Got the pole, the bird, all that needed to happen was the contraption needed to be screwed into the birdhouse and the birdhouse needed to be mounted. But because it is a 
birdhouse designed for bluebirds, it needed to be put in a very specific type of location okay. because bluebirds are very specific about what they want. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But the bluebird house is up as of yesterday. Okay. And guess what? What? There's already bluebirds living in it. And what makes it specifically for bluebirds? Like, is it a specific type of food? No, no, there's no food. There's no food. You're not just come and live there. There's no live there. Yeah, it's not room and board. (laughs) Wait, okay. Question: Room and board. Yeah, board is the food part. I guess so. It's weird. Where does that come from? I don't know. So we're not offering room and board to the (laughs) birds. We're only offering room. Room. They're responsible for their own meals. But how do they know it's just for bluebirds? Well, I don't think – well, first of all, the hole is the, the perfect size for them. Okay. Because I don't know if you know this, but blue jays are like the bullies of the bird world. And I just, they will steal nests. I just want to stop you right there and let you know to assume that if it's you about know. birds, I definitely you don't definitely know. know anything. So blue jays. Do you know what a blue jay is? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. do. I mean, you just said. You, I, I mean, that I'm don't. not completely. <laughs> <laughs> so blue jays are huge, but they can't fit in this little hole. Uh-huh. So they can't steal the nest. Okay. And then I think the bluebirds also want the the house to be far enough away from the shrubs that snakes can't come in and get to their babies. Ooh, snakes. Gross. Yes. Okay. So there's a whole thing. There's a whole okay. Thing. Well, congratulations to you and Fernando for, well, I mean, you led the horse to water and then he... The water took an eight-month <laughs> drink. It's fine. Or eight-month break before it drank. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the birdhouse is up and, and occupied. Okay. It is currently being rented. Yes. <laughs> uh, what else? I, I feel like I really need. So a few episodes ago, you gave us a really great update on your yoga practice. Mm. You finally realized that you needed to practice yoga in a studio. And it's been working for you. Because I am an obliger. Yeah. Why was an obliger? Why? 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 It took nearly 40-something episodes <sighs> because we started talking about yoga very early on mm-hmm. in the life of this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for you. You've yes. been sticking with it. Mm-hmm. I've been going to Yoga 6, um, which I freaking love. And it's a franchise, right? It's or like a there's franchise. So there's multiples. The yeah. Okay. So you can Google it and sort of do find my location. There's several around us. Like there's even one in Aston. Okay. I think. Yeah. That's a little closer to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's just everything. And it's like the introvert and it's like the obliger in me loves the community and like, and you get charged a $10 cancellation fee if you cancel within eight hours. Oh, eight hours. Mm. See if it's two hours. So that's so ooh. I've really got like yesterday I was gonna go to a class and I was a little bit on the fence. Okay. So I was like it was a five thirty class. So I was like, okay, I have to decide by nine thirty if I'm going. Yeah. And then at nine thirty I was like, okay, I'm going. Sticking with I'm it. I'm sticking with it. So it has the accountability that I need as the obliger where I show up and I have to show up and I have that accountability. But the sensory experience is very introverty mm-hmm. because you go and it's like the awesome music that they have and right. they there's put, beats. There's beats. <laughs> there are beats. <laughs> and they put like low lights, these cool like blue low lights and the bolsters and the oh my God. And they are like fanning me with a lavender scent, Brooke, and I actually like the scent of the lavender, which is a very new okay. development. Oh, yeah. You told me lavender smelled like soap. Yeah. Well, I like, I mean, I like this lavender that okay. they have. They can do no wrong, these people. Maybe I need to come with you one of these times, as long as it's not a hot yoga, because you know mm. I'm not going to that hot yoga class. No, you would like it because... 
the hot yoga, the room is like 102 degrees. No, 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 no. But with all, most of the other classes, they still have it warm. It's like 88, Cozy. 90. Cozy. Okay. And that is so that your body can bend and yeah. stretch more. All right. I might. But I'm going like two or three you. times a week. Okay. And Isabel's favorite first grade teacher, Miss Parkinson, yeah. has been doing the Saturdays as well. So her and I get to like Fun. hang out together. Yeah. I love this. And I can't call her by her first name. I have to call her Miss Parkinson. It's <laughs> hard. I still, yeah. Isn't it <laughs> funny how like even if they're your age or younger, <laughs> like someone that you've addressed as whether it's they're a person of authority or mm-hmm. a teacher at the school, I still like for years I was not able to call my best friend's mom by her first name. Yeah, she kept like correcting me. I'm like, I can't do it. I'm yeah. still deep down inside a 12 year old girl. Yeah, who needs to call you? Yes, so and so. Yes. Hmm. So yeah, I'm happy about. I mean, I do tend to do this where things don't stick. Yeah. So okay. I'm. Hoping that this will stick. Well, nothing lasts forever. I know. Even cold November rain. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Little guns and roses for you there. That's Um, a good one. Well, you know, but you can't look at it as like it may not stick forever. Like it's sticking for now. Yeah. And it's fulfilling and it's joy sparking and it meets your needs as an obliger and someone who wants to be into yoga. Yes. Good. And I like that it's, it's, I'm doing more like the restorative classes. Yeah. So because I feel like when things are too like power yoga, like I just I'm like, I can't wait for this to be over. But it's like, I'll stretch for another 90 minutes if you want me to. I'm Sounds like, good. Yeah. So that's been lovely. All right. Well, I am proud of you. I'm Thank happy you. For you. Thank you. We're going to take a little break. Yes. And we'll be back with some of our greatest hits and greatest feedback hits. and our own personal reflections. We will be back to reflect. A ver- on a very special episode of Good Enough Ish. Wait a second. Did you ever watch Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy? Oh, yes. Love this. You guys. SNL. I'm deep good enough. Thoughts. I'm smart enough. <laughs> no, that's different. Oh. That's Stuart Smiley oh. or so- Stuart yep. something. Yeah, you're right. No, Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy was just like the scrolling mm-hmm. messages on the screen. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do, but for some reason I combined it with You combined it with the guy Stuart. that looks in the mirror. Yes. Did you ever see the one that might when Michael Jordan looked in the mirror? No. <laughs> Man, you are an encyclopedia of SNL. To see Michael Jordan look in the mirror and be like, I'm good enough. <laughs> like I'm the greatest enough. athlete of all time. <laughs> and doggone it, people like me. <laughs> Cute. I'm gonna have to look that up. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Okay, we'll okay. be back. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We're back. Amanda, we're back. Yes, we are. It's going to be such a love fest. It is. What have you taken away the most from this year of podcasting? Yeah. You know, I think for me, well, first of all, I think our friendship. Yeah. Right? How huge is that? I know. 
You and I were close friends before we started this, but yeah. never to this degree. Right. I mean, I'm I don't talk to anyone this much because it's <laughs> like life gets in the way if you don't yes. have like scheduled time to yes. see people. Like aside from our neighborhood friends that like we see at school drop off and things for 10 minutes at a time. Yeah. You are the friend that I spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. And like you said a few episodes ago, you should have podcasts with multiple friends, which was just rude. <laughs> <laughs> but I understood it in the way that it's a really, really great excuse to connect more with a friend. Yes. And to let people in on our friendship. I know. So I think that's been a huge thing. It's just the friendship. Togetherness. The togetherness. But I think the other thing is I'm learning that I'm somebody that needs to talk things out. Mm-hmm. Whether it's trying to figure out a meal planning or trying to figure out how the heck to use this pond cream or um, identifying friction or, you know, even when I talked vulnerably after my TEDx experience, right? It's just been like a place to kind of process, process life. And it's it forces us, you know, sometimes when we leave voice memos for each other or just have a conversation, things are organic and a little messy sometimes our thoughts and it kind of forces us to articulate things in a way that we yes. can present them as a topic but it's also a really powerful way to force ourselves to step back sometimes and figure out like what do I want to say what have I learned from this yes. or what do I want people to take away from this so it's like we're taking our own lives and the the friction and the things that we deal with and we're kind of taking things to this next level to be able to share them with others. And in turn, I think that helps us. Oh, for sure. And I think I've loved the fact that we've never, like we're not um, presenting ourselves as experts here. Yeah, You know, it's not like, let us teach you something. Right. In case you need that disclaimer again, (laughs) we are not experts. And that's so freeing. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the good enough-ish lifestyle is just, you know, we're here. We're just two organization 11 friends trying to get our ish together. Well, I will say, though, you are an expert in the KonMari, you know, you are a trained KonMari organization. Nope. (laughs) Trained KonMari organizer, professional organizer. Yes, I am a certified KonMari consultant. So we both both have expertise. For Correct. sure. Right. We both have so much expertise and so many, you know, ideas and tips and tricks and, and wisdom that we can bring. But it's always, I feel like it's been great to just be able to come at it from a place of total vulnerability yeah. of being like, yeah, I struggle with this too. Yeah. You know. We are definitely experts at um, being vulnerable and at not being experts. Yes. If that makes sense. We are experts at not, not being, being experts. experts. Yeah, I think for me, I think in the past year, um, I've also just gotten a lot better at self-care and Mm -hmm. boundaries and having better expectations of myself or of self. I think just that that mantra of good enough-ish, you know, I've always been somebody that said like minimum effective dose and don't should on yourself and that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. But I think good enough-ish has just become more of like the ingrained in me yeah yeah agreed like sometimes I'll say something to a friend 
and they'll kind of repeat back to me something we've said on this podcast. I'm like, you're right. This is creating friction. And it's just, it's been fun to see how it has affected other people in the same way as it's helped us. Um, And like you said, the expectations of self. I think I've learned that so many of the struggles that we face and that we talk about are really relatable. Mm. And talking about them can help to, you know, either take away the stigma or the shame in some of these problems like, oh, why can't I just get it together? You know, we're mm. we're all very hard on, our, hard on ourselves. But it also can simply, you know, in some ways make things easier to tackle because we're maybe presenting a new outlook or a life hack that someone hasn't even thought about because they didn't even realize this was a problem yeah. until we're saying, hey, this is relatable and this – does cause friction and here's something you can do about it. So that's been really fun and fulfilling to hear those little changes that it's helped other people make. Yeah. And you just said the word fun and my mantra for a long time had been this whole concept of fun and easy. Mm -hmm. And this has been such a perfect example of fun and easy. Like when you just, when you lean into the things that you really enjoy and that you're really good at. Not that we knew how to run a podcast. Like no. we had to learn. Sure. But we were so eager and excited at the prospect of doing it that that, that, that didn't feel hard. It just felt right. like we're going to figure it out and we're going to turn on a couple of microphones and we're going to see what happens. Right. And I think it's been just such a good um, example of how when you lean into what's fun and easy, things mm-hmm. just kind of figure themselves out. Yeah. And easy doesn't always mean like simple. Like it's not – like no effort to do right it's it doesn't it's not effortless but it there is an ease to it because we enjoy doing it so much Mm -hmm. yeah it just kind of flows yeah Mm -hmm. like we you know do not have million dollar sponsors we not yet not yet that's year two (laughs) but yeah i mean this is not this never started out as a money-making venture for us Mm -hmm. but i still enjoy every single week sitting down to listen to the show edit and write the show notes and if i remember put some posts up on social media like i enjoy it it's a creative outlet exactly yeah it's it's a creative outlet it's an, um, an emotional outlet yeah yeah and as we discussed on an earlier episode, one of my personal values is community. Mm-hmm. And we have built a nice little community of yeah. like-minded people. But we haven't come up with the name that we're going to call them yet. I do have a proposal. Okay. I don't think you're going to like it. <laughs> okay, give it to me. Just Fishies? Fishies. No. I know it. Fishers. Nope. Fishers, Fishers. No, we're never. Community, gonna... can you just please come up with this? Can you just tell us? Can we just us? call them listeners? No. That's like, no fun. Good yeah. enough, Fishers. Like Glennon Doyle has the pod squad, which is cute, but has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with, with their name. And they're right, fine. So That's maybe... fine. Okay. But listeners, no. <laughs> it needs to be catchy. It does need to be catchy. And you are normally totally, you're, you're the CEO of catchy here. I love puns i love coming up with i love coming up with the titles for our episodes and i cannot think of something good here goody issues okay no no i know i know i i suggested goody goodies at one point 
Yeah, I think you no Mm-mm. no because I know fit. it's like I feel like we're two parents trying to come up with a name for a child and no, this we is harder. Not. This is harder. We We've had more than forty weeks. We, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, that's something that we need to work on. But yeah, oh, I um, yeah the community. I really want to get more involved in the Facebook group because it's yeah. fun over there. You kind of you'll pop in like every two weeks and comment on every post. So I get all these notifications. I'm like, oh, Amanda decided to look at Facebook today. But I just I am so it. bad at Facebook. No, I it's fine. But we, like, we've got some people in the group posting and I try to comment and I've started a few like ongoing prompts about tell us what books you're reading because we do talk so much about books yes. and TV and, and things like that. So um, yeah, it's been it's been really fun to cultivate a community. It's something that I've always loved. Yes. Yeah. And even just the littlest things. Like, I do laundry differently now. Well, let's back up. (laughs) When I do laundry differently, which is using Fran's method, your mother's method, of folding right from the dryer, it's life-changing. This only happens a third of the time. Okay. Most of the time what happens is, you know, my mom lives with us. She needs the dryer. I've got stuff in the dryer, so I dump it into the laundry basket. Then it goes upstairs and it sits there for two days. Okay. But when I do fold out of the dryer, which I hadn't done before, the Fran tip, love it. Okay. Yeah. I still have yet to do you that. You haven't done a and I haven't gotten a thing. Nope. I have not gotten a table in my basement. I still have piles of clean laundry. I do – I wash the laundry still. Oh, like, yeah. I, I'm, it's the folding. That's the whole It's the tricky. folding and the sort – the sorting and the folding and the putting away. Mm-hmm. Still, yep, have not improved at all. Putting away clothing is Fernando's absolute kryptonite. He yeah. is incapable of it. <laughs> incapable. Mm. Yeah, I'll put it, you know, on the bed, whatever. He'll just move it to a chair, folded. Never makes its way Even anywhere. Even it's already folded, yep. he still won't. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's commitment. Yeah. That's commitment. I, yeah. yeah, it's admirable. Well, my laundry situation hasn't changed. I still don't have a passport. I have yet <laughs> to print a photo book, but it should be fine. It should be fine. <laughs> it should be fine. I have noticed lately that I am paying a lot more attention to it should be fine. Yeah. Because before the podcast, I would say it should be fine and then proceed. Right. Now we say what? it as a joke. And but and, but now I say it and I'm like, oh, oh man, I, I actually have to not proceed with whatever stupid thing that I was going to do that yeah. it was not going to be fine. Yeah, Nick and I say it a lot in our house just as like, it should be fine even though we know it's not. not like this fine. morning, I said it. I was taking Isabel to school and I was going to, I had my therapy appointment this morning with the therapist that I decided not to be. So that's an update. I decided not to be friends with my therapist. Because she's so valuable as a therapist. She's so valuable as a therapist. It's really heartbreaking. But anyway, so she's just going to be my therapist. But I had an appointment with her at 9 a.m., which I was going to take from my car so that I could have plenty, plenty of privacy. And I just threw on like a very light vest and I was like, Oh, it's pretty chill. It was like 35 degrees this morning, and I was going to be sitting in my car, but I said, that should be fine. Mm-mm. It wasn't. I was really cold. You even with your butt warmers? Well, I didn't want to leave car? the car on for a whole hour. Oh, true. So I, I wanted to have the car off, but gotcha. I should. But I was going to put on my down jacket, and then I said, it should be fine. Mm-mm. And then I didn't put on the down jacket, and okay. it wasn't fine. Do you keep a blanket in your car? I do, and I would. I did turn the car on every so often, kind of. Oh, I've told Isabel burn your biscuits. She likes my bur- biscuits are burning. My biscuits are burning. Mm-hmm. I think I turned it around and said, "Do you want to burn your biscuits?" <laughs> and she's like, "Yes, <laughs> sure." <laughs> 
not at all the quote, but let's <laughs> let's run with it. Uh, Amanda, I want to shift gears into what some of our listeners have said about their last year with us. Ugh. And we're kind of tooting our own horn on this episode, but I don't care. Because... Just deal with it. Just Because <laughs> we can. Yeah. So we're going to hear a voicemail here from our listener, Linda. And we just had coffee with. And this is actually, just to give you a little background... This is her second voicemail in like a, a thread of two voicemails because the first one she got cut off after three minutes, which our <laughs> voicemail does because it's through Google Voice. So she talks a little bit about that at the beginning, but you can hear what she has to say. All right. Um, so it's Linda again. I guess you can tell. So uh, any other things that I ever listened to about um, you know just trying to organize and everything, I always felt like everything had to be perfect. And I would always think everything had to be perfect. And finally, finally, I had you guys that I didn't have to be perfect. Nothing has to be perfect. And the being good enough-ish was so freeing to know that you can, you can live this kind of a life and you can do these things and have the freedom of being good enough-ish. I mean, I, I just can't even begin to tell you, that made my life so much better. And like Amanda, when you came over and helped me with my attic and we were up there and you helped me to make everything organized, but it didn't have to be perfect. And you said to me, you can have things up here that, yeah, it's okay if Kurt's CDs, yeah, should we be getting rid of his CDs? Yeah, but so what if they're sitting up here in the attic? That's okay. That's okay if he can keep them. So what? It's no big deal. They're sitting up here because that's okay. That's good enough-ish. It has totally changed my life. You guys are amazing, and I just want you to know that the freedom to be good enough-ish is amazing, and you guys are letting all of us know that, and I love you for it. So thank you so much. Sorry I took up so much space on your um, phone here, on your message. Sorry, I love you guys. <laughs> hey, bye. See ya. Oh, I love her so Linda. much. <sighs> so she is a past client of yours. Yes. And a big fan of the show. And I just loved that so much. Because I, I even, I was recently looking back at like the list of possible names for this show. And it was some of them I'm like, this Point A to point B. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We thought that was so clever. I was like, no (laughs) one's going to get that because your name starts with A. B. But like good enough-ish, it just – it says exactly what it is Mm -hmm. right in the name there. And I love that that has turned into – like Linda said, freedom, mm-hmm. freedom to just have things be good enough-ish. Nobody needs to be perfect. Um, and it's got a little humor in it. You I know? know. It's a mindset. It's it a is. lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Coming in season two, lifestyle <laughs> brand extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Linda. Yes, thank you. And she was she was saying to me, oh my God, I feel so bad. I was like, are you kidding me? Voice memos are our love language. It's there the is best. nothing we like more than a nice, juicy, long voice. I love it when I see a voicemail pop up. Yes. Um, We also heard from our listener, Brittany, who said the do your future self a 
a favor segment has reframed the way I think about things and has helped me to procrastinate a little bit less. Simple things like taking my makeup off earlier in the evening rather than when I just want to fall into bed. Yes. Also, Libby. I had no idea about Libby and it has changed the game for me. Last year I read 14 books and so far this year I've already read 15. Oh my gosh, so far this year. <gasps> yeah, that's Isn't a lot. Isn't Libby life-changing? It really is. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's no different than buying a book or getting a book out no. from the library. But there is something about that app that just makes reading a book feels so much more accessible. And, you know, I do use it for audiobooks too. So it, yes. and even if you're on wait lists, I I still just, I read so much more. I know. And I hardly ever spend money on books. I know. Yeah. I don't remember the the last time. Usually I buy a book when I've already read it and I loved it. I know how you Uh function here. in 17 different ways. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I do, I love that there's still people that didn't know about the Libby app for accessing library ebooks and audiobooks and so yay thank you Brittany mm-hmm, for sharing mm-hmm. that I want you to read this next one Amanda no no that's why people are mad at me okay Amanda R says my favorite good enough ish experience was when Amanda talked about how much she hates Uggs Ugg boots as I was driving to an appointment wearing Ugg boots. And then she puts the crying laughing emoji. Seriously, I was seriously was cackling in my car. We had and, some strong responses yeah. to the Ugg boot. And uh, then Bridget says, same. Every time I put on mine, I think I hate cold feet more than Amanda hates these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so good. How do you feel about Uggs now? You're still anti-Ugg. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just the Ugg boots, like the the kind of clunky looking. All Uggs. All Ugg shoes. Mm -hmm. But some of them are like decent looking. No? You just refuse to support the brand. Next topic. They will never be our sponsor. No. Would you change your mindset if they offered us a sponsorship? No. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry, everyone that's out there that loves Ugg boots, I want you to embrace them. Yeah. I want you to let your Ugg boot flag fly. They are just not for me. That's fine. You know the saying, good for her, not for me. Yep. Or like, you know, when you, you when you start to pass judgment on someone, that's a really good way to check yourself. Like, good for her, not for me. Good so for her, So that's how you feel when me. you see someone wearing Ugg boots. I don't know where this comes from. Your hatred of Uggs? Yeah. I don't know where, yeah, why I feel so intensely about it. I mean, when they first became popular, I was like, what in the world? Like, those look like big slippers. Uh And they kind of are. You were like, big slippers. Big slippers, right (laughs) up my alley. But no. Slippers that go halfway up your your knee. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So everybody, I really, you know, but I appreciate you still loving me, even though I don't love Uggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about the love here in the good enough-ish <laughs> community. Bridget also said that her favorite tip that she picked up is just add water. Mm. And that even her kids have started talking about doing their future selves a favor. Oh. I love that. I love that. I do hear from people all the time that they will say, good enough-ish. Where it comes to meal planning or whenever, like, I love that, like, we have these 
catchphrases yeah. or friction. Yes. I think that's some, yeah. How do we remove the friction? Yeah. Friction. yeah. My kids say good enough-ish a lot, mm-hmm. which is very cute. Mm-hmm. They actually listened to the podcast the other day. They don't usually like fully listen to an episode. Yeah. And for some reason, they were like, can I listen to your podcast? I was like, yeah. So I picked whatever episode was the most recent and – for some reason, they wanted to listen to it with headphones on. Mm. So like every 30 seconds, Paige would just start like cackling, oh, laughing. I was like, oh, she thinks we're funny. She thinks we're I mean, funny. we think we're hilarious. We think we're delightful. Uh, how often, <laughs> pretty much every week, you get a text from me after I've listened to the edit. Are you going to confess? Yeah. that Yeah. I say, we are so friggin' delightful. And often Brooke will listen to it a second time. Sometimes <laughs> I listen and I forget that I'm supposed to be writing show notes uh-huh. because I'm enjoying our banter so yeah. much. And then I have to go back and like write down all of the things that need to be linked in the right. episode. Right. And then sometimes the day that it launches, yep, I'll listen to it again. Yeah, yeah, I'm a narcissist. I'm proud. <laughs> I don't know if that makes me narcissistic or just like really needing comfort listens and yeah. listening to us banter. <laughs> well, it's kind of like your planner. You didn't find a planner that you liked, so you made one yourself. So I made it. And so now you have a podcast, you made one yourself. I, I mean, it just, it it fills all, it checks all the boxes. Yes. Yeah. So, yep. It's I been fun working us. with Fernando too. Yeah. I feel like we all on the, our little team here, our little good enough-ish team, we've all just kind of worked from our strengths. Yeah. Like he's so strong on like the tech and the audio and all that stuff. So it's been awesome to have him working together on that. It's funny because for I could Fernando's parents worked together their whole lives. They had a really? business, like a clothing business, and they um, worked side by side all day long. Couldn't do that. No. But I do enjoy like the collaboration with him. Yeah. And you're so good on the marketing side of things. And I feel like I can, I'm good on like the editing and the tech side of things. So it's been fun to kind of work from our strengths. I love it. Yeah. Um, a really good tip that a listener named Emily shared with us in the Facebook group, but I'm going to share this because it it relates to our um, conversation about like sorting videos and then, or excuse me, sorting photos Mm -hmm. and turning into photo books. But then, um, you know, someone in the Facebook group was asking about like, but how do I deal with videos because Mm. there's not like a great solution. So Emily suggested what she calls a lazy solution, but I feel like this is genius. Lazy genius. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's another podcast. Yep. She says, I created a private YouTube channel and I upload all my kids' baby videos there. They love watching them. I upload them in batches whenever I think of it. This is such a good solution because you can make a YouTube channel private. So it needs to be, you know, it can be password protected. But then they live somewhere. They live there. That like the kids can access and watch whatever they want. That is such a good idea. I like that. So this. I might just like batch upload a bunch and see if that works for me. I like that too. Yeah. Well, see, that's good. Yeah. I know. We basically could just quit our jobs and implement all of the tips and tricks that everybody has because I mean, they're so the good. In addition yeah. to um, like being a professional book reader, mm-hmm. which does have a title. A librarian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but do they? Do yeah, they read? So. One of our listeners is a librarian. I mean, not do they read, but do they get to read more than the average person? Um. So our listener who chimed in about this is a children's librarian. So she does get to read to the kids a lot. Um. But yeah, I mean, you know. They're surrounded by books. Surrounded by books. I did work at a 
Did you know that I worked at a bookstore? No, but this suits you. Yeah. When I was in, uh, let's see, how old would I have been? I don't know. I was a couple of years out of college. So I was in like my early 20s and I lived in DC and I bought a condo and I needed to make just a little bit more money than what I was making to, you know, make it work. So I got a part-time job working like three nights a week at a bookstore in Cleveland Park. Hmm. And it was great because... Um, it was dog friendly. So we had little dog treats and people would come in and lots of like famous politicians would come in. So we would get, you know, like Clinton's lawyer or whoever would come in. But it was a tiny little bookshop. It was called the Cleveland Park Bookshop. And everybody chose like their staff picks and their favorites. And so it was really fun. That's so fun. How did I not know this about Mm, you? Cleveland Park Bookshop. Is it still there? Nope. Oh, I know. Makes me sad when bookstores close, even though, as I've said, I don't buy books. (laughs) So I don't support them. Listen, when this podcast makes us millions, Mm. I will buy all the books in the world. But right now, it's a great way to trim the budget. Mm -hmm, Keep mm -hmm. the spending at a minimum because I can get books for free from the library. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But so I'm part of the problem with bookstores going out of business, but it's fine. So completely different topic, Brooke. Mm -hmm. But... One of the things that I think has been so helpful for me, I mean, I talked before about self-care and boundaries and all that sort of thing. I think um, just I've been exploring a lot more of this topic of boundaries and man, we've talked about therapy and managing stress and things like that. I read a book. I was reading a book the other day called Under Pressure by Lisa Damore. She's very um, famous for her first book, which is called Untangled. It's all about understanding tween girls. Oh, yes. I have heard of this. Yes. Okay. Um, but she described the sources of stress and anxiety in a way that I've never heard anybody describe them before. And she put them in three buckets. And I love this because my brain needs things to be Mm -hmm. organized into buckets. And so she said, like, our stress and anxiety comes from three different places. One, life events. Two, daily hassles. And three, chronic stress. Mm -hmm. So when I thought, stepped back and thought about that, I was like, oh, Oh, my gosh. Because Mm -hmm. the past three years of my life have basically just been life event after life event after life event. It's been a lot. Right? Um, Moving and death and COVID and homeschooling and, you know, everything that you can imagine. And then when you think about chronic stress for people that could be, you know, a rocky relationship or difficult in parenting or a chronic illness or financial struggles or something like that. And then you have a lot of those like life events and chronic stress sort of manifest also as daily struggles. Mm -hmm. But I just thought that was so helpful. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just have been thinking about that a lot and... I think this podcast has such an enormous amount of potential and there's so many cool things that you and I want to do. And I almost feel like I'm like this volcano Mm -hmm. that's like living under the surface of these layers of life events and chronic stress and daily hassles that I feel like we're kind of breaking through a little bit. Breaking through. Yeah. So. I love that. Yeah. I'm really interested in this book. Yeah. have to look into it a little bit more. Yeah. I've been, I've become very passionate about, because there was this huge New York Times article that came out a couple of weeks ago about basically, you know, tween and teen girls in crisis. Yeah. And there, there's just a huge mental health crisis happening right now with girls. So I am interested in seeing how I can, you know, support Isabel and 
get ahead get in front of a lot of that stuff yeah so before we jump to a break i mean we we received lots of wonderful feedback but one thing that our listener lauren said was i look forward to thursdays for your podcast i can't think of any one moment i have loved more than others because i enjoy it all keep Mm. doing what you're doing Mm. and that was so nice and we are going to keep doing it we are we are going to take a little bit of a hiatus we're going to take a little so yeah we'll talk a little bit more about that after the break don't worry everyone yes but yes we do have a little update on that front okay okay let's take a little break we'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back hey listeners amanda here one of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on apple podcasts if you're on an iphone find that purple podcast app search for good enough ish Scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We're back. Amanda, we're back. And for the first time, we're going to take a little bit of a break from this podcast, but don't worry. Don't worry yeah we've gone like pretty we've taken what two very brief breaks one of them was because of covid one one of them was christmas Christmas maybe maybe? yeah Yeah. so we've been going hard at this podcast for a full Uh, year we've got 50 episodes we keep kicking each other we always (laughs) this the way that we sit at this table it's fine um so listen everybody we're gonna take five weeks off. Five weeks, which it's feels like European. A lot. It's it a is long. very European, <laughs> but I think it's gonna be good for all of us. It's not. We need some rest. Brooke, it's, it's not you. It's me. It's. <laughs> it is you. It is me. You will be traveling. A yes. Bit. Yes. We're going to Chile. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See family mm-hmm. and get a little downtime. It's a little sabbatical. Break. Yeah. 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 So we are scheduled to be back with a new episode May 18th. Yes. Until then, mm-hmm. we're going to be playing some greatest hits. <laughs> so over the next five weeks, you can come back and relive some of the best moments from year one of Good Enough-ish. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you're going to, you can listen to some episodes you've already heard, but maybe you forgot about. It's a great way that if you're sending people to the podcast who maybe haven't listened yet, these are some of the like fan favorites mm-hmm. that fan favorites. they can kind of work their way through to get a feel for how this podcast goes. And then they can go back to the beginning and get caught up. So on May 18th, we will be back to bring you. Mm-hmm more good enough-ish joy yes yeah. i will be rested and refreshed from my sabbatical mm. yeah jealous i know I'm a little jealous we're gonna have so much to catch up on so much i mean i know that we will talk during the time that you're away but yeah. it's gonna be like i'm not even gonna... gonna know if there's a snail in your freezer i mean you're not even gonna i'm know. not gonna feel clued in we can voice memo each other yeah oh for you're sure be in a different country but yeah we can, okay and no one break into amanda's house her mother <laughs> is going to be here yes so the house just, is going to be occupied just making sure we're not opening opening this up to uh you know <laughs> burgling <laughs> opportunities <laughs> yeah yes so in this little segment, talking mm-hmm. about what's sparking joy, we're going to do something a little different. A little bit. We're going to talk about 
what are some of the things that spark joy for us that we might do over the next few weeks? Yeah. And I had this silly idea. Like, I don't know where we came up with. Actually, I do know where we came up with this. When the Phillies, were, when the Eagles were going to be in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Inquirer published a Super Bowl bingo. Love it. That you could print out and it could be like, you know, so-and-so catches a touchdown or this announcer says this funny thing or whatever and you could play the bingo. Or somebody talks about Wawa. Somebody talks about (laughs) Wawa. So I want to make a chili bingo. Mm -hmm. Like just because we do kind of the same things every time that we go to Chile and like her dad, his dad will say the same funny thing Mm -hmm. or we'll go see the same goat or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, there's a whole story about this goat. Okay. Yeah. So we might make a chili bingo card. And of course, anytime I mention anything to Brooke that involves wouldn't this be a cute thing, she's like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. (laughs) So I decided that something to, you know, keep you in this good enough-ish world Mm -hmm. over the next five weeks is I'm going to... I'm going to make a little good enough-ish bingo card. How much fun is this? It's going to be fun. So yeah, give us some examples of what some of the things on the bingo card. Well, so I say. haven't made it yet by this, but um, it'll be like sang to someone in traffic. So I didn't yell at them. Mm-hmm. Um, Folded laundry directly from the dryer. Ate a peanut butter perfect bar. Mm-hmm. Sat um, on your peanut butter sat perfect Sat on a bar. peanut butter perfect bar. Drank a latte from the wa. Um, I don't know. Said it should be fine. Said it should be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna put put together a fun little bingo card. So. And we're also gonna give people a blank bingo card. Sure. In case you want to do something similar to what I'm doing with Chile, like a little spring break bingo card or yeah. something. A lot of people may have already done spring break by the time Yay. this airs. <laughs> but you can use it as like a summer bucket list or yes. whatever, just like listing off. Fun, quirky things that... Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes things like this can just be fun on like a rainy day. Like we'll do a scavenger hunt with our kids. Yeah. Like Nick looked one up on Google and it was like a bunch of riddles and things that the kids could find in the house. And I kept them busy for like an hour and a half one rainy day. Yeah. So, you know... Just give you a little good enough-ish bingo. Okay? Yeah. All right. It's going to be so that's fun. that's sparking joy. That is what's sparking joy. Mm-hmm. 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 And... To do your future self a favor, I told you this episode was going to be real heavy on like the compliment, like patting ourselves on the back here. Yeah. That's and this the sound is, of me patting myself. Okay. Yeah. This is us asking you for something. We need you to do us a favor. So one of the things that helps podcasts the most, you've heard us say this before, but it's so true, that ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts specifically, although I've learned that if you don't have an Apple device, you cannot... Like, you cannot create an Apple Podcast account, I don't think. So if you use Spotify, we would still love your ratings and reviews there. Whatever app you're using, if it allows reviews. But the most important, from what I hear, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am not an expert, (laughs) is Apple Podcasts. So we currently, at the time of this recording, we have 27 reviews and we have 51 positive ratings Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we would love to get that to 50 reviews 50 reviews and 100 ratings yes that's a lot by the time we get back by the time we get back in five weeks so if you have not already rated or reviewed this podcast on apple Podcasts, please do so because if they do they get what brooke we're going to pick one person who leaves a review yeah because we don't really have a way to track like who who 
gives us a rating. But if you leave us a positive review, send us a screenshot either by email or on social media. And once we reach 100 ratings and or 50 reviews, Mm -hmm. we are going to pick one reviewer. Yep. And give them a $40 credit to our merch shop. So they could get a good enough-ish mug. They could get a sweatshirt, a t-shirt, a hat. A hat. I love my baseball cap. Yes. And you know what? Like maybe there will be some new products by then. I don't know. Yeah. That's one thing that's on my to-do list. While we have, we take five weeks off from recording and you're away. The time that I'm going to, you know, that I usually set aside to work on this podcast mm. each week, I'm going to maybe zhuzh up the merch. Oh. I'm going to maybe come up with some new new designs. Uh, you're just going to whip things, stuff up. Some new prods. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just tell your friends. Tell them about the podcast. Tell them to leave a review. Tell them to leave a rating. It can help us so much as, you know, we would really love to keep this going Yes. For much longer. And it's one of those things, too, where I have a tendency with things like this is like, oh, I really need to leave a review for it. I really need it. And I like, it's one of those things like I just procrastinated six months on the thing that would take me five minutes. I mean, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So it's one of those things where you have to be like, okay, this is not a perfect time. It never will be. I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to type three sentences and I will be done. Exactly. Yes. So yay. Do your future self and our future selves a favor. Yes. And thank Thank you all for listening. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope everybody has a restful, you know, few weeks and listen to the greatest hits. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back in uh, mid-May. Mid-May. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.